Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Plan My PDX podcast. We are super stoked to be able to have Richard on here in season two as we are diving into worship and what that looks like as in regards to in the creative space. How does that impact everything? How does that um, implement into the daily life. Um, and Richard is, he is someone that has been in worship ministry for a very long time. And he's also been someone that has done lots of traveling, touring, and has lots of good insight and wisdom. And we're just super excited to have him on here today. So Amber is here and Richard is here. So hey, let's say hey. what's up, everyone. What's, what's good, Sam? What's good? So here we oh. are. <laughs> yes. Um, so Richard like as we all know like people said we are we are all the same literally like people have mistaken you for me and Amber also says that we are the same person as well so I guess this is like the triplet episode where we all get to uh, you know like share in our creative worship experience and be able to yeah. be the same person interviewing each other <laughs> I just don't care. Love it. Um, yeah. So, Richard, where are you at now? Like, you, we haven't seen each other for for a few years. Like, where are you? Where are you living now? Dude, I'm back here at home in Southern California, in the South Bay area. If anyone's familiar with that, over okay. in San Pedro, mm-hmm. um, place where I grew up. God brought me back here, even when I think Steve told you this. I never wanted to move back here, but. Yeah, you God did. had different plans. <laughs> no, I never wanted to do that. <laughs> it uh-huh. was like, no, I mean, it's just been amazing to be back. Just the opportunities I've been able to open up when I didn't believe that there was anything. And so just to see how God can just like, you know, just kind of have that sense of humor of, you don't want this? Well, guess what? I'm going to move, move you there anyways, and it's going to totally blow your mind. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Let's do this. I'm down. So All right. It's been amazing just being back. So how long have you been? So you moved back from where? I moved back from Seattle, Washington. Okay. Um, cool, cool. About a year and a half ago. Okay. And like what were you doing in Seattle, Washington? Um, what was, so you moved there. So what was like that kind of, what brought you up from California to Seattle? Yeah, so about five years ago, I was offered an internship with uh, Bridge City Church. Mm-hmm. They were a plant out of the Bridge Church over in Snohomish, and they'd offered me internship to be on worship team, youth, and stayed on pretty much. We have three interns that did everything and anything for mm-hmm. the church as it was growing, and that was our role, um, which is pretty much to build up the church and be that foundational team um, okay. with along with the head pastors. Awesome. And yeah, so that was a great time in itself. Sweet. So as a creative, what let's get into that a little bit more. Like what 
is your creative field i know you have like magical hands that can pretty much do a lot of things <laughs> um but like what would you say is your main creative uh field that you you dabble in and you are able to like do my main field would be music okay so using music for worship i dance the recording actually that's how steven and i met was at the re- recording session and hey. uh, a little bit of touring and doing stuff like that uh but yeah mainly mainly for music okay and so you would say that you're the john mayer of guitar <laughs> <laughs> i would I say it. that i i always tell people this like i learned guitar in a week uh, it took me like an hour a day for seven days, and that's a whole story yeah. itself I can't dive into. But um, it was, I'm not naturally musically gifted. Everything I can do, everything I know is because of the dedication and time it took me to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, Ryan, and my dad, actually, they are musically gifted. Um, they can pick up anything and just be able to play it. Um, I learned most of what I know off my brother who's taught me just a lot of like practical things and you know small things that no one actually will tell you like in a YouTube video or like in a guitar lesson he just will tell, tell me like hey Neil do this instead I'm like oh well that's a massive difference like improved mm-hmm. you know skill improved you know energy con- consumption you know not being able not having to do as much uh, with like your hands or like whatever or your thought process so i'm really thankful for my family who have been able to just teach me a lot yeah outside of lessons and videos and you know online stuff mm-hmm. all that so when did you start um playing and like guitar i started playing guitar i want to say it's around it's 2008 so around my freshman year of high school okay um yeah someone just asked me if they saw me holding a guitar mm-hmm. and knowing that my brother played guitar. They're like, Oh, do you want to lead worship next week? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a slight problem and I didn't know how to play guitar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. I learned by your side by 10th Avenue North and just so happened to be, it's not a beginner song in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to two of my closest friends who were um, one of the keyboarders and the other was a guitarist. Mm-hmm. I need your help on this. We're going to learn it. We're going to do it. We're going to lead it. So I ended up being able to learn it in a week, which by the grace of God. But we never wow. played the song, which was amazing because I also cannot sing. So Yeah, you can. Crazy. I say I can't sing. But I, in a corporate environment, like just with other people, I will sing. But don't put me in a microphone. Like I despise <laughs> hearing my voice from another source. Like is this a thing that I have. But yeah, from then on, um, I think it was about a week or two later, my older brother, Ryan, he kind of just came into, I was in my parents' room sitting on the bed. He threw me some papers and he said, hey, these are the songs we're doing tonight. Learn them. We're leaving in a half hour. Oh. What? <laughs> and at that point, I only knew four chords, G, E minor, D, and C. Hey, you those have, are the worship chords, had, right? <laughs> those are the worship chords. Those are the worship chords, yep. <laughs> hey, but these sheets had like C, D, C sharp minor. I was like, what are these symbols? 
I didn't even know the capo at that time. That would have been so helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah what if... <laughs> but I mean, I ended up being able to learn them and being able to play them. And from that night, pretty much, I was at a youth group. From since then, I've been on a worship team. Wow. And so, mm. um, I really try to push that to a lot of people who have are in my same situ- the same situation I was. Like sometimes people just need to push to do something. It's not just ask them and like you wait for a response. Like there's been a bunch of my students, like you students, I'm like, hey, you're playing like you know next week, and they jump on it and they've been on worship teams ever since. Yeah or even just being in leadership in some way. Mm. So it may not always be in the music part, but like getting involved and doing something. Yeah, it's so important. And that kind of like goes with the next question too, which is great. Um, How has worship impacted you in your creative journey? Um, Even though you are like a worship like person as far as like in the church and outside the church and touring, like we do like a lot of like worship music and stuff like that. Um, but like how, I guess the better way to que- put this question is, is, is how do you keep a fresh like mindset and a fresh perspective of like, of worship? Cause you are involved and impacted in like a worship setting on a daily basis. So like, how do you keep it fresh and like not feel like you're just going through the motions? Yes. I think one thing I've always tried to remind myself pretty much like on a daily is what worship actually is and not just a, either a genre of music or in itself a creative side. Like there's music, there's, you know, photography, there's all this, all this stuff you can put into what can be used for worship. But like music in itself isn't the only way of worship. And um, one of my worship leaders I was always close to, Stephen knows her as well, uh, Rocky Medawar, mm-hmm. whenever she led worship, she always started off with, we're going to go into a time of musical worship. Mm-hmm. And I always like thought that was amazing just to, to clarify, like, we're going to a time of music for worship, not worship. And then it ends and we have the message. Like, it's, for me, that's like one of the best ways to keep myself in that spirit of um, just focusing, like, what worship actually is. It's not something I just do on a Sunday, something I just do on, you know, in my time of prayer or reading or, you know, my alone time of worship. It's, it's a daily life. It's a mm-hmm. culture, it's an attitude, it's a posture of your heart. It's something you're striving for, you know, you worship. Right. It's a posture of your heart, focusing on God and where, you know, not what he's done for you. Cause like you can say like, you know, he's given you endless amount of grace, forgiving you so many things in your past, what you're currently doing and even in your future. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I have an understanding of like who he is and worshiping because of who he is and not, mm-hmm. you know, like you, we can go so far beyond, you know, for hours and hours talking about like what he's done. But mm-hmm. I, I would much rather just like sit in awe like of who he is. Mm, interesting. And yeah. that's, that's been something that our church and um, specifically, really focuses on is we're going to worship God because of like who he is and not because of like what he's done. Mm. Like it's, it's amazing perspective change. Like when that happens, because then you're like waiting for something. You're just, you already know, like I know who God is. I know what his word says. I know who he's shown me um, himself to be. And you just 
can see a completely different side of like who God is because of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's super good. Um, and I think that's like really like a different approach to do the fact that like a lot of people like they want to focus on like, oh, like what he's done, which I think it's a complete mm-hmm. both end. It's not like mm-hmm. one or the other. Like, but when we focus right. and we look into like, okay, like who he is, what he's done and how does that impact us in the now and also in the past? Like there's a lot of different contexts and things like that, which Amber and I know, we all know, as we said in the beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast, that like we are like triplets the same person yeah (laughs) Um, exactly so i guess my question would be what does that like look like how how do you stay in that like place of like just is it through like you know having to go on like walks or like journaling or do you like just because you obviously want to have like a good heart posture and we talked about last week and like getting into the pocket of worship and like what's it look like to be sitting in the presence and like to actually like be in a place where we're walking in the pocket instead of just like just going to the pocket when we like go to yeah. an experience we want to like be living in the presence of god when, before we even go into that kind of setting where we're bringing it to the wherever we go um mm-hmm. so like how do you do that in a tangible way like to live out in this lifestyle of worship i think from being like just like the, like speaking in like it's the practical sense of yeah. just getting away like you know being able to have that alone time like i take i take just like random moments that just going on a drive like yeah i'll leave driving so good my, for <laughs> both of us yeah it's so <laughs> good like it I'll just go and like just randomly like oh you go anywhere like no i'm just you know going on a drive or you know it's such a nice day. Why not just drive? But like, it gets it gives me that time to be able to put on some worship music and just have that moment of uh, just God at night. Like, mm-hmm. You know, just driving. There's yeah, of course, there's like other things around, like outside the car. You know, other people and stuff. But when you're in an environment where it really constricts to like a personal area, I think that's where a lot of like a lot of things can happen for your for your own like personal health right like, being able to just sit alone not having to talk to someone not having to you know be affected by someone else's presence is just simply put without going way too deep into it because it's really nothing deep to go about it like it's just you and god and yeah that's mainly it you can put on some worship music if you like like i do um sometimes actually i don't sometimes i just keep the radio off and just be like, wow. Like, yeah. just want to listen. Just like want to sit mm-hmm. down, drive and just listen. And, you know, that's mainly like what I, what I do is like most of my time, like with God is that like driving because like I'm, most of my schedule is driving to meet people. And, you know, sometimes I like to really meet people like where they're at, like where they're living or where they're working. So sometimes I have drives like, 30, 40, sometimes an hour and a half just to, um, you know, have. And so it gives me a lot of time throughout the day just to be able to, you know, just sit and worship. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I absolutely just love that. So good. That's so good. Getting quiet before the Lord. And I think a lot of times I pray and I talk to Jesus or even action sometimes, but um, remembering that being, being quiet before him hearing from him is so important in this yeah. wild world. 
Yeah, and I think I think Stephen, you mentioned this was prepping yourself for something like um, I think it's especially for cre- uh, creatives who are serving at a church on a Sunday or even like any time throughout the week. Um, it's great that you know we're going to something that we can be involved with other people, like praying, worshiping, gathering, being in that community, being the church. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think it's vitally, it's it's so vital for those people, like when they have their time alone beforehand, to prep their spirit, like to be in that environment, because it. I mean, God caught like I think we went over this. I was at a worship service last night. Um, you know, uh, Matthew. I think it was Matthew Matthew six. He, Jesus talked about you know, just going and praying alone, you know, going in, mm-hmm. you know, not going on the street and just shouting out these random words, these loud and like holy words, but like being alone and praying like with your father. And yeah. so I think it's very important to, for those who always gather with people to just be reminded of that, you know, beforehand, really have your spirit connected with God before you go and you try to connect with other people. Because then you have nothing to give. You have nothing to Yeah, you're, really you're going from an empty, an empty bucket trying to go fill people mm-hmm. up from nothing when you, you know, as like we see in the example of Jesus, like he went to the Father alone before he went into any town, went into any mm-hmm. kind of like crowd or to do anything because he knew that he his source was going to God, going to his Father. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh, I, even though he was fully God, he was like wanting to fully relate and show us how to be living in the spirit like he didn't have to do that like because he was fully god but he's like i want to show you the Mm -hmm. example that i want to go i need to be filled by my father because i want to show you guys how to live in a way that is spirit filled not trying to go get spirit from an experience or something else like he's like no like you need to go to the source and then go yeah. from the source to the people. Oh, that is so good. That's exactly what we, what we talked about last night was actually the whole day. Was <laughs> yes. The source. Awesome. <laughs> the yeah, source, like, All about the source. The father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preach. Come on. Woo. Let's yeah. get it. Um, so the next question well, first, before we go into question, like Amber, you haven't said much on this podcast. I want to like definitely give you some room to like talk and like be able to share <laughs> something as well. So feel free. The door, yeah. the, the floor, the door is open. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, one of the things I picked up on, and you said you've done a little bit of touring. Um, and so then we have um, kind of ties right into this next question. What doors have you seen open from the cost of worship and not rising? So I know, like, you know, one of the things Priyama is about is this, getting out of a competitive environment and just building, you know, family, brothers and sisters in Christ, so creative, mm-hmm. building them up and helping them alongside of not my songs better than your song, you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, that posture of worship, like, you know, we're, we're worshiping something else of what um, our daily life is Christ is like. So, like... Just kind of, I know it's kind of a big question, but what doors are you seeing open from a foster of worship and not striving so much? Ooh, 
Let's get yeah, it. Yeah. That is such a, it's such a great question. Yeah, it is. Like, I think it's, it really separates like, what do you what are you doing just for the sake of worshiping God? And then what are you doing just to be recognized? And, and that's something that's constantly being, I want to say like a challenge for me is always being like a reminder, like wherever I go, there's either someone's talking to me about that or like a sermon or, you know, a podcast or a song coming up about it. I'm like, okay, God, like I know I struggle with that. So thank you for always reminding me. Um, so I was, I would, I would really say that um, some of the biggest opportunities that um, just always come from surrender, obviously. And, mm-hmm. But some of those for me have been uh, just taking me places I never thought. Like I never thought going to Seattle would be a thing for me. You know, mm-hmm. moving away from California, I kind of ha- always had the thought that it would be for music or for ministry. And you know, God gave me both when going to Seattle, but I never wanted to go that way mm-hmm. it was like maybe to new york or to nashville you know some of the bigger music cities out yeah. there um but you know just god needs to take me to a place where he knew that i would learn something and grow in a way that he wanted me to and not necessarily what i thought i needed to mm-hmm. and uh you know from that i was able to meet so many great people and steven was one of them he became like my best friend after the first time I saw him. Oh my gosh. Um, what? After the first time you saw dude, me, I was your best friend. Dude, Wait. well, we had a, we had a recording session and we we're just like <laughs> vibing the whole time. And then, uh, what was it? You told me you're coming out to California. Like, dude, I'm going out to California. Like, let's meet up. Let's hook up. We never did. But well, then, we just ended know, up touring in later. California later we on. We did tour in California. So yeah, we did go to California sure. together just... Not in that very second. Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had to mature our friendship first. Yeah, we had to mature um, our brohood first before. Our brohood, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It it's very important. Yeah, but I think there's there's been so many examples of that. I think like that's the that's the biggest one because it's it's impacted me the most. Mm. Um, if I didn't have that experience in Seattle, I wouldn't have been able to do what I am doing down here in California with the church I'm at now. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be able, you know, obviously be on this podcast because I wouldn't have met Stephen. Um, mm. I wouldn't have been able to, you know, just be with other churches, play around the local area, you know, go to Australia and play for the... <sighs> For a missions team out there, like no, you s- uh, that's like the craziest thing. But <laughs> man, it was I'm so still fun. jealous about <laughs> that. Like, uh, but man, Australia has definitely been on my list for since I was Amen. pretty much conceived. But yeah, it's mm. there. <laughs> it's there. <sighs> man, but yeah, there's, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of like. Amber, that question was money bags because it goes right to the next question, which is the personal encounter. I I think we get that kind of like, oh, like this personal step of faith, like go and accept the Jesus, like Holy Spirit in your, like your heart. Like, but what I'm saying in this is like, has there been something that was an encounter that was not like the first time like you accepted Christ into your heart and your life, like, which was like a huge moment, of course, transformational. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like, have you had like an encounter with like 
the supernatural, miraculous, the, you know, like walking into a space and be like, wow, like I was at this venue here and God like showed up in this way that I did not expect him to, to show up. And I was very much so like in this, this more of an awe and wonder of, of who he is and like the gift that he's given to me from that kind of like, um, like that experience or that, yeah, that time or moment that you had that was like really intimate with the Lord. Oh, dude, yeah, it happened last night. Hey, <laughs> happened like, last night. What, that's what I'm talking last about. Night. <laughs> dude, yeah, and actually I credit, Steve, I credit you a lot to, you know, just being, having more of awareness for that because I remember one time you asked me, you know, how do you know if God telling you something or how do you know it's, it's, you know, it's God's presence? Like you were genuinely like asking me that question, like how do you know? And I didn't have an answer. I was just like, oh, you just know. Yeah. But like that's very generic and that's very like, it has no backing to it. It's like, right. I just don't have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. And so from then on, that was like three years ago, maybe. From then on, it was really like just trying to understand like, okay, when I'm in God's presence, when I'm actively, actively seeking for his presence in the spirit, how can I explain like when that happens? And how is that is it genuine like when i feel that or is it something i'm just creating off my own emotions because i want to feel something um but i can say over the past like even just maybe five months yeah god has been god has been just showing up in so many ways um i want to say mainly not like like hear my heart like i'm not gonna say because it's what i've done or anything but like right. just the way he's been able to mold me in the past few months mm-hmm. has really impacted the the perspective in which i see his presence yeah and um, just you know having that having that heart of surrender like when you're in a either in an environment of worship with other believers or just in a time of yourself just really having that heart of like god i want to seek you for who you are and I want to know like your presence and I'll whenever I you know have a sense of like the you know God's presence is heavy like I will I will verbally acknowledge it I will say God your like your presence is here and I'll pray that over and over like mm, 10 15 yeah. times like just to really like get into my spirit like his presence is here you know he is here like in this place and that's that's something like my pastor said last night it's like you know, sometimes you just have to say things in order to make yourself believe it. Yeah. Like, you know, God's going to, if, if God is there, he knows it. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for you to acknowledge and really say, you know, um, are you going to acknowledge that I'm here? Do you believe that I'm here? <laughs> or are you just waiting for something to happen? Like a miraculous, you know, you fall over, you have a healing, you have, the pastor pray over you. You have someone call like your name, like for whatever reason, like yeah. Now, like just sit there and just acknowledge God is there, and He's going to do something in you personally, rather than put you up on stage and have people pray over you. Because like that's great, like that definitely happens. That happened last mm-hmm. night, yeah. but it's not always going to be in that sense. And I don't think you know. For years, I always waited for that for those moments, like. You know, some of them call me out, then it's, it's not true. Then God's presence can't be here. But 
like, I mean, like what Jesus always, you know, Jesus was always doing, like he always went to his father, acknowledging that his father is the, the reason why he's there and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's the same for us, like having to acknowledge that God is there. It's yeah. there. He can, you don't have to say like he's doing something like when his presence shows up, things just happen. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an overwhelming, like you can't explain it, not because you yeah. don't have an answer for it, but because you just <laughs> verbally, physically can't. Like yeah. you can't explain infinity. You can't explain mm-hmm. perfectly who God is because we're so capable of doing that. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's just, like, wow. It's just an amazing feeling when you just are overwhelmed with God's sense of, joy, peace, love, grace. When you fall over and you're just like, wow, God, I can't even believe what's happening. But then he just lifts you back up because your spirit just belongs to want to be with him like as close as you can. I don't know for anyone else, but I I, I believe that God's going to, when he when you're standing in his presence, like he's going to break you down in a way that you need to be broken. And whether that's yeah. falling over, not being able to, you know, lift yourself up because he needs to just like really take some stuff out of you and just really remind you of a humble spirit of, you know, where you're at. Yeah. And but then also to a point that just lifting you up so much to where your your chest is like just trying to, you know, being lifted, like being lifted out of you, like your heart trying to be pulled out of you. Like yeah. I've had both those experiences and both of them just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't explain how I'm feeling, but there's just an overwhelming sense of marvel. And oh my gosh, I could talk about this for years. Like it's amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I, you can tell I'm very passionate about worship. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a it's a vibe. It's a thing. It's so good. I mean, honestly, worship of all kinds. Um, but, you know, the Lord is clearly good music. Music, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just sweet that you're using this beautiful gift from the Lord to serve him and his people. I love that. Um, you know, we're, let's see. I think you just answered. If you had a first one, I would just kind of talk like you said because of what happened last night. Last night. Well, now I want to know what happened last night. You don't have to feel obligated to share. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely share what happened last night. So, uh, uh, my pastor he invited a couple of us from our church to go out, give a guest speaker at um, a worship night, and I didn't get the full details on what it was, but just talking to some of the some of the members there, um, I kind of going to say it's it's almost like people coming a collective from like different ministries mm. and um, just having sorry for the ring in the background um, just having that um, like a collective of people coming together for worship and fellowship and just having a, a night for it and what was amazing about it was the pastor was it was like gospel house kind of thing um the pastor who was leading it was also the worship leader and there was if you want to talk about flow like just the way the spirit was flowing 
Ooh, I wish you could have been there last night. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to, <laughs> it was supposed to be like an hour and a half. We ended up going for three hours. Ah, uh, um, love it. Like 25 minutes of a message, and then probably like two plus, you know, two and a half hours of just oof, worship and prayer. And you can just really see. I looked around; it's like maybe a hundred people in the room. You can just see that. 80, 90% of them were just falling over the chairs, were just lifting up their arms and complete surrender, were just like sitting down because they couldn't even stand up. Mm, Some of them, yeah. were, you know, were being called out, prophesied over. Let's get it. Me personally, like I saw my pastor like just on the floor kneeling and I went to go just sit with him and just pray with him. And then when that was done, I just was like, Ooh, I can't even stand up right now. Like, <laughs> come on, I don't even want to stand up right now. Like, man, to, mm. to say that even a small, thick, like, small amount of God's presence was there. Oof, yeah, it yeah. was. Um, it was, wow, it was just incredible. Like, that was the first time in a while I've been to something that just, there was a structure, but they just, you know forget it like let's just the spirit's flowing let's just do it let's just follow we're not gonna we're not sure where it's gonna go but we always know it's gonna end up in his glory yeah so exactly we're gonna go that that. way come on Mm -hmm. love that let's get it that's so good bro such a good word yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's so it's so important like because a lot of people have like this crazy agenda when it comes to living in you know in the roots it's all like this pattern of religion which i think is we we of all just said screw religion like that's just not mm-hmm. our our heart like that was the that's a very pharisaical pharisaical kind of way to live and we are just saying like we just want jesus like we want a relationship with him like we want to know him intimately accurately and to like go after him wholeheartedly so like when we live in that kind of way like we get to encounter him and we get to like see our full passions, our full dreams, desires, things like actually come into fruition because you're not saying, Oh, well God's looking down on me. He's saying that I'm a bad human or whatever. He's, he's actually so madly in love with us that we like, all we want to do is worship. <laughs> and all we want to do is give him, yeah. give back to him because he's so in love with us when we don't even deserve any of that. He's just like, yeah, like I just, want to continually flow and lavish you in this love and i want to love you to like love you so much that you want to change and you want to like turn your turn away from your your junk your crap and like go after my heart completely not in this place mm-hmm. of like oh like you i just want to like lo- like judge like no like that's never been god's heart his, his heart has been to love like he will mm-hmm. come back in judgment but like now he's like, I just want to overflow my heart and I want to overflow my love to you and like let you know how deeply I love you. And, yeah. you know, like he's coming back with the sword as we all know. But like right now he's like, I just want to show you how much I've given, who I am, like my love and my heart for you. So I just think that's really good like advice. Also, I want to get, like if there's anything more, because I think what you were saying right there was just like really profound and I don't want to like ever be like oh yeah that was enough like if there's like something else you have 
to give like in the, either the creative world or in the topic of worship, like what kind of advice or wisdom do you want to give to all of our crazy listeners that are just super jacked about this season? <laughs> We've gotten so much amazing feedback. So really thankful for that, but Hey, like this is, this is your time to give, to give bro. Dude. I love it. I really <laughs> enjoy my time being here, but, uh, Oh, there's so much like I, you know, we're doing it for so long. Like I've been able to just be around so many amazing people, teachers, mentors. And so in myself, like I've been able to be a conduit for like so much knowledge to be able just to spread out to other people. Yeah. And so there's ooh, so much, but I would say, um, some, like the biggest things I've kept over the years is just remembering, you know, obviously your posture is everything when it comes mm-hmm. to worship. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, if your posture is not even close to where it needs to be, like how can you, I want to say like how can you properly worship, but your mind won't, your heart won't be like completely focused on, on God. Because yeah. then, you know, you're thinking about, other things, relationships, we have to do at work, you know, you did this, uh, this person cut you off, you didn't get your coffee in time. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Or whatever, maybe. Like, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> all the things. There's like so many things. Um, I remember my mom told me years ago, this like probably within the first few years of leaving worship, we got into an argument and right before I left to youth group and I said, you know what, I can't, deal with this right now like I got I'm gonna be late and the last thing she says to me was before before I left was how can you worship knowing that you just had an argument with your mother and Mm. I was like at the time I was like maybe 16 17 and I was like you know what like forget it and I just left and I don't exactly remember you know where I was that night and during that time of worship but Knowing now and looking back on that, like that was probably, that's probably one of the biggest things I still hold on to was, um, it's a reminder of, hey, if I don't have my posture right with even the people around me, like that, that's going to affect how my posture is in, in a time for worship. Because, you know, my, I may not be consciously thinking about it, like at the forefront, but in my heart, like that's where, that's what just happened. And that's yeah. where, you know, my heart's dwelling on was that my whole day and that affected my day was having an argument with someone, um, saying something that I probably shouldn't have said, not knowing, even not knowing the songs ahead of time, you know, speaking mm-hmm. in the matter of a, being on a music team, like it's so vital to know the songs beforehand, um, yeah. even before your scheduled rehearsal time, because, and during during a rehearsal, like that's mainly it. Like you're coming to not practice the songs. You're coming in to rehearse the service. Yeah. You're coming in to, you know, you run through your songs, you practice transitions, any change ups in the songs, you got uh, and your worship leader feels like, you know, they want to do or where the spirit's leading. And then to add anything else on top of it. It's not for you to look at your course sheet and, you know, follow along with the song. And, you know, try to guess where it's going next and dynamically, like, now if I can encourage, you know, young musicians or musicians like right now, or even singers, uh, 
it's so vital to know your songs. It's going to make your worship leader like super happy. Yeah. Um, and see the, have them see the excellence that, that you put into it and the time you put into it to know it. And they're going to acknowledge you for it. They're going to say, you know, well done. Yeah. Uh, that sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, the sound you put, the effort you put into it. And, you know, it's not about acknowledgement, but hey, from acknowledgement, you're going to be, they're going to be able to say like, you know what? how would you like to be in this leadership position or how would you like to do more? Or, you know, can I count on you to um, help me lead worship at this other event going on mm-hmm. or whatever? It's going to open up opportunities for you, like bottom line. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's really important. And I think we need to do an episode later on about excellence in, in Ooh. like creativity. Cause I think that's something that we're Thank just, you. we're just seeing left and right. A lot of really sad to say garbage, content from people because they just want to rush and they want to like throw something out to the wind and hope that it catches some kind of you know traction when when we know when we throw out actually excellent content we actually take the time we're actually get quality um feedback quality work from it and not just a bunch of like oh hype and i'm gonna feel like this little like you know, emotional withdrawal feeling that I need to fill this hole in my heart that I want to like have people look at my Instagram or look at my website or whatever. Like it's like mm-hmm. we need to we need to do an episode on excellence in in the creative world, and I think you are the guy for it. So we're gonna do that um, definitely do in another episode. But yeah, like I love that so much. We talked about we've had conversations for over two hours on the phone, probably like every other week or so <laughs> and oh, yeah. just like talking through this stuff and I think it's like really impactful that people can hear it and I'm excited for you to continue to be part of the Poyama PDX family and to yes. like grow alongside us and like I know I've been telling you this forever but you're gonna move to Portland so just hold on tight <laughs> hold on tight Richard you're gonna move and I'm just gonna continue <laughs> just to like place that into both of your hearts because i know the amber's for I was sure gonna say, i am i am too richard so he's been saying this for a long time about me yeah you guys, are, you guys are both in the same playing field so watch out <laughs> there's, there's a move happening mic drop <laughs> i love it i love it um, Dude, this is a move <laughs> i like it this is yeah, talk to the big guy upstairs bro <laughs> talk to the big guy have them move me there hey that's who, I, that's who I'm going to. I'm going to the Father every day. Like, all right, God. Like, boom. Richard, Amber, Portland. Let's go. Have a triplet combined. Just like that. Oh, my gosh. How cool would that be? Dude. <laughs> that would yeah. be so wild. I love it. I know. Yeah, I it's, love it. I know. How awesome would that be? And I'm going to be like, man, God, we, answer we, these prayers because... You know, this there's a move, there's a move happening. Things are things are popping yeah, up. Yeah, we be hanging out every yeah. day. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, I said I would never move back to California, and here I am. And I now yeah. I'm saying I'm never going to move back to Seattle, but maybe, Uh-oh. maybe you can maybe go. You, know, live, you right? can go you, into like <laughs> the middle because she li- she lives over in Woodby Island. Yeah, I live on Woodby Island, so I'm right back there. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta come. Yeah. You can play guitar and do the songs that I write and be with us. Yeah, we can co-write. I would co-write so bad. Ooh, so, that is perfect because I can't do lyrics, but I can do the instrumentation part. Oh my gosh, like, this is perfect because I can do lyrics all day long, but I'm not very good on guitar. So 
Oh, it was so Justin for us to meet. Oh my god! I know. We're planning this. I'll it's have true. Steven, you guys send me all his info and. I know. I'm about to do that right now. I'm about to give him a bunch it. of love and shout outs right now. So, because Richard, yeah, he will not shout himself out because that's just who he is. So I get to do that <laughs> for him because, you know, this is what I'm going to do for Richard right now. Ooh, get it. Get that. That's, that's, what, that's all for you, Richard. That's all for you. The, the round of applause. Um, but yeah, so Richard, he does teach guitar. Um, and I would definitely say that he is someone that's super patient that will work with you no matter where you're at. And he is the next, like, I want to say John Mayer because he loves someone else a lot more than John Mayer. Ain't that right? Yeah. And he was that they love more. James Bay. Yeah. James Bay is like, that's your, that's your man crush every day. That's my bae. <laughs> but um yeah he has he teaches he's someone that is super available um and he's wanting to always work with people wherever they're at and also to talk and to work out creative kind of things like whether you're wanting to do stuff in ministry wanting to do stuff outside of ministry wanting to do stuff like that's photography and videography because he's starting to dabble into that as well and he's looking for lots of help because he's doing a very similar thing down in california with within the church kind of community of like a collective kind of a space yeah. with with youth and young adults so hey anyone that's over 18 and under 100 you're young adult like you're good to go so like <laughs> don't worry nice. we're all we're all children in the kingdom so as long as you're just an yes, adult it's like that's all that we're asking um and you can if reach you out can, to if you want to worship Hey, well then, shoot, like, you pretty much just, like, conception to death. Like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can find him at, at Richard Tilo. So it'd be Richard, T-I-L-O, on Insta. Mm -hmm. And he's finally back on social media because he was off it for, like, years. So thank God, yeah. literally thank God that he's back on because the world needs Richard to, like, actually be available and not be, like... I have over 500 text messages. What do I do with this right now? <laughs> and that's, that is his life. Like, so just know that nice. it's not out of a place of, it's out of a place of love that he is like doing these things. So the fact that he is back on is literally a godsend. So yeah, get, reach out to him, reach out to him. I will send out all the love. So Richard, if your phone blows up, I'm not sorry. So you better get back to these people because <laughs> you, you about, you about to be, you're about to be getting blown up with all the love and mm. it's been so good talking to you and we're going to do another episode with you about excellence and creativity because yeah. we obviously yeah. revalue that over just content pollute pollution um yeah. so yeah and thanks so much man we really appreciate you and we love that you had the time and your crazy crazy schedule in, in southern california and um yeah we'll definitely have you back on here soon too yeah it's been amazing this the opportunity to be able to be on here talk with you and amber about who a topic we all love mm -hmm. just to be part of and talk about worship so yeah. I'll, i'm yeah. super grateful for this opportunity love you guys Alrighty, bro yeah, and that too. last name is looking forward to the next interview yeah 
And mm. if anyone didn't catch that, the last name is Tilo, T-I-L-O. So, yeah, and we will definitely have you on again. We love you so much, man, and we are just super stoked to be able to uh, continue to work as a family together. So let's uh, continue. Yes, we will We will see you next time. Yes, I'll see you guys awesome. soon. We're going to talk soon. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah.